Going to the hospital? We've got a packing list. Hi, I'm Milan. Hey, I'm Matthew. We were both given the opportunity to ask for a once-in-a-lifetime experience from a certain organization that rhymes with shake a fish. So for our wish, we asked to start our very own podcast. I'm just kidding. I went to Boston, New York to watch baseball. I went to Paris and Euro Disney, but now we have a podcast too. Welcome to the Wish Kids. You know those videos that are like, what's in my bag? Where they bring a bag to school or they unpack their baseball or like camera gear? Well, that's what this is, uh, except for the hospital. And also we don't have any bags with us and we're not unpacking anything. So really not like those videos at all, but hey, here we are. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. And they're probably really entertaining videos, but I'm pretty sure most of the stuff that I bring to the hospital wouldn't fit in a bag anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Like my, the main item, like right when you like said that, the first thing that came to my mind was a pillow. I always bring a pillow and then sometimes an extra blanket. That's really smart, actually, like having an extra, like a really nice comfy pillow, or like a little throw pillow and a, like a throw blanket too. just like if you want to sit on the chair instead of on the bed or if you need extra heat on the bed. Right. And it's just something from home that's like comforting. And because you're like going to go do something that probably isn't the most exciting thing on your agenda <laughs> and just having that like sense of home with you. That's smart. Yeah. I mean somewhat related to home I guess I would always bring snacks with me yes like that is a must yeah because I mean when I'm at home I just snack all the time and like snacks are one of those things you don't realize you don't have them until it's like 4 p.m on a Tuesday and the hospital isn't serving dinner yet and it's too late to order lunch and you're just like stuck in your room hungry I'm sure everyone had that experience like it's not specific <laughs> but it's like um you know like snacks are something like you you don't realize you want or need until you don't have them readily readily available and then it's like oh I miss having snacks right and then and then you just start thinking about all of the snacks that you mm -hmm. could have so you just start creating like a cravings list yeah. and then like by the time you probably get them you're like oh wait why like why would I want this uh -huh. for me just I have like a little like snack um like cupboard at home mm -hmm. and so it was, I would always like mean, picture that mean, exact cupboard you like, mean a pantry <laughs> Yeah, yep, that's the word part. You're like saying it like it's like new. <laughs> yes, I do know what you're talking about. Like, I, no, but I would, yeah, I would picture, I would picture my pantry, um, and just like know exactly where the snacks I want were located, and be like that in the back right corner of that bag of chips, or like in the front left, those peanuts. Like that would be so good right now. Mm -hmm. um, I know for me, like chips were huge because like chips are just the ultimate like mindless, like munching snack. You just sit yeah. there and eat like just watching TV or like listening to music. You just keep eating them. Um, and so I think every every hospital visit, we would just bring a whole bag of tortilla chips <laughs> um, just because my family would get hungry too. But then also we would bring tons of like mini bags of Cheetos because I was I was huge on Cheetos and they're still a top three chip for me, like for sure. Uh, but that was like almost the only chip I ate while in the hospital because it was just it's so good they they are but I have to ask with the tortilla chips did you bring like dips no because I didn't we didn't have a refrigerator in the room um, and also just like I I've never been like I like guac when I make it but like store-bought guac has too much onions for me usually oh usually there's like a weird like after flavor with 
yeah. like store-bought guac for me mm-hmm. or like the the like ones you can buy in bulk like I'm like okay I'll just make because you they have to add preservatives because yeah. otherwise it's gonna turn all brown and I'm like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> brown guac yuck yeah yeah but okay so just a huge bag of tortilla chips just I, plain tortilla chips just eat them straight out of the bag yeah it's the best yeah. after you mentioned chips it just reminded me of like a little story um we used to go to a hospital that was further away like I went to two different ones mm-hmm. and there was um a hospital that was like seven eight hours away so we'd road trip there and at this time I was a I'm still a very picky eater but I was more picky probably at this age and my brother used to like we'd stop at a gas station he would go in and he would get like bunches of chips that he liked and they were all different flavors and I was so jealous because I was like I wish I had like a chip that like I liked so my chip of choice now is kind of barbecue chips that like if I'm going Ooh, on interesting a road trip I'm getting barbecue chips uh-huh. but I don't I like didn't I didn't think of you as a barbecue chip person. Sorry to interrupt. I just, you didn't seem like a barbecue chip. You seem like a salt and vinegar person. <laughs> no, I, I don't, I don't really dig the flavor of vinegar um, as much, but actually speaking of like chips and different flavors, um, goldfish, I was like, you mentioned Cheetos and like Cheetos are great. Okay. But do you like the regular Cheetos or puff Cheetos? the regular one like puffs are good once in a while but like i can't get through a whole bag they only sell those in big bags also right i can eat like three or four i'm like oh those are fun but like they're too like just a the regular small cheetos like i I just eat those like for days yeah yeah i feel like the puff ones get like stuck in the back of your teeth because like it like it's like foam (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like Um, the packing peanuts yeah yes (laughs) um but like cheetos reminded me of goldfish and i was obsessed with goldfish I would eat a sandwich sized bag of goldfish. like you know the ones you the ziploc bag you put yeah. your like sandwich in yeah uh-huh. that filled with goldfish oh maybe maybe it was a prednisone craving but they just seemed like a creation of heaven at that time and I would just mm-hmm. consume like a vacuum obsessed yeah I think someone brought me goldfish while I was in the hospital I remember like because they sell those in those like milk cartons you know yes which is weird i've never understood that like why would they sell it in that easy shape poor. easy yeah. poor. It, poor has, like, it has the poor handle too like that doesn't make sense like who's <laughs> pouring but i just I, i've never gotten into goldfish i don't know what it is um cheese it's too like i can eat cheese it's a little bit but just like i i don't know but cheetos yeah cheetos are it for me i i can eat cheese it's but in like small portions like cheese um they actually have these burnt like they're like extra toasted cheese it's and they're really good those mm-hmm. are probably more preferred but they're they're different cheddars so yeah. i'm like i i don't know but one that i got into that's not soup like goldfish anymore but it's like kind of the same concept is the annie's cheddar bunnies oh yeah those are fun those uh-huh. they're I used to like hate the flavor because I was like I'm a goldfish person and now I'm like okay I could do both yeah no I they have the um Annie's makes those gummy gummy bunnies also yes um which actually I used to bring gummy bears or not gummy bears but like gummy fruit snacks like all the time to the hospital too I think it was probably Welch's like the little the little individual packs and they were just like I would eat those all the time too I would have them for lunch um at school before and after treatment and stuff but like in the hospital a bunch of fruit snacks too 
I yeah I love fruit snacks actually for some reason I kind of associate fruit snacks with like being really warm and cozy <laughs> and like I don't know just like when I think of that because it just reminds me of being like younger and like in like elementary school or something and that kind of brings me to my next um item that we should definitely mention bring to the hospital that's comfy clothes oh yeah mm -hmm. just like I just love being comfortable because like okay one time I when I was younger it was like right when I was starting to like go in for treatment or when I like kind of just got diagnosed I saw this older girl like she was probably like <laughs> my age now but I remember thinking like she was like way older than me and she was wearing like an entire outfit like jeans like cute tank top jacket like oh, went like all a, out like a dressed and, up outfit like yeah. actually like like wow. she was dressed up like she was she had like plans with her friends after and I was like you go girl <laughs> but and like I admire her for that and I guess it's kind of like it's kind of similar to people dressing up for exams like there is this um girl in my class and she was telling me that she dresses up for all her tests so she feels good about herself when she's taking the exam so it's like you dress up for like a job interview and she's like that's how, like I take my exams so I guess it's kind of similar here but yeah. I don't know I just prefer comfort I'm like if I'm gonna take a, a, a final and it's two hours long, I'm going to wear comfy clothes. If I'm going in for a treatment, I'm wearing comfy clothes. <laughs> yeah, no, I was the, I'm the opposite of that, like of that girl. I'm the same as you. Cause I had, I remember in, um, for my finals, I had a lucky pair of pajama pants. They're like <laughs> LA Dodgers pajama pants. I would wear them to school on the day of my finals. Um, just cause like they're comfy. And like, I, I felt like they helped me in the test. Um, <laughs> this is your good luck charm. It was no. And it's like, yeah, no, I'm, I definitely, comfy clothes in the hospital are so, so important. Um, Because also, I don't know about you, but like the bedspreads that I had would always just feel like scratchy and like the opposite of soft. <laughs> like, so you, so you need like soft clothes to counteract that and like balance it out. Yeah, they always just seemed really crunchy to me. Like when you're laying, I'm like, I don't, I don't know, just like not, I don't want to be crunchy. Crunchy is like an amazing way to describe it, actually. The hospital bed linens are very like, very crunchy which is <laughs> ugh, it's weird um also though like in addition to like comfy i would just bring it would usually be old clothes that i would bring because mm -hmm. i just want something like just something about wearing like old and like baggy clothes just feels so nice and like comforting like it's like a big hug from these like old like like baggy too large clothes um plus i didn't really want to get like any of my nicer clothes or newer clothes dirty like dirty from the hospital <laughs> Um, I mean, because we talked about this in another episode where it's like, there's just that like aura and like feeling of like dirtiness mm -hmm. at the hospital. Yeah. Um, and I didn't want to get that feeling on my clothes and definitely not on my nicer clothes or like the clothes I liked more. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Because I mean, I would wear clothes that like, I just didn't care deeply about, especially because there were a few times where like you might've gotten, because like, I feel like a lot of the hospitals you and I went to were more of like training hospitals too. So they had like interns and people that were learning how to perform medicine that they were still learning how to put an IV in. <laughs> and like, you could get like something on your clothes. So I would in just- case, In case bring... blood just squirts everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that that had happened to me. I didn't, I didn't want to put like a warning yeah, really? on here, but <laughs> warning if blood like weirds you out, we're going to have a mini blood story. <laughs> you know, there was a time where I had a nurse um, and I love 
watching them put it in like I don't know it's just a weird thing of mine of like watching them stab my vein Mm -hmm. um and this one lady was new and she had not done it right so she pulled it out and then tried to do it again and I was like why didn't you do the other arm (laughs) and it was like lots of blood everywhere so ever since then I just make sure to bring an extra chain to clothes especially like if you get um like an ultrasound or something Mm -hmm. I don't know if you were doing that um but I was one yeah yeah I had to like go get my like spleens and all my organs checked um and I don't want like that gel on it like they do put you in a gown but um I still just liked having like an extra change of clothes just in case no definitely like certain like other procedures like they put like numbing cream on or like certain like topical stuff it'll like have timer for um some I forget what other oh for lumbar punctures too there's like a brown like some like substance they put onto your back um and they tell you it stains clothes so wear old clothes when you come in um and so on that day I think I would usually borrow like an old shirt of my dad's I was like dad do you have any extra shirts I I would walk in with like this like size XL shirt that was like down to like halfway to my knees and I'd be like I'm here like I'm ready it's like those little kids wearing this big puffer jacket Uh (laughs) yeah um something that just came to my mind when you mentioned or like when we were talking about like little kids I don't know just coloring I just Mm. little kids and coloring but I remember I used to bring coloring books because I just loved it and I mean it's kind of more of a waiting room activity to me because I don't really think it's super fun scribbling while you have an IV in your arm okay little side story actually sorry (laughs) (laughs) it used the idea of having the IV like right in the bend of your arm used to freak me out a lot because I always worried that like I would be like sleeping or something and I would just bend my arm oh. and like that the needle would like crap <laughs> <laughs> anyways we, that's we probably why coloring up. isn't super fun if you're getting treatment and it's in your dominant or hand you use to write with yeah is it just like the cord of like your chemo or your like infusion just hitting you <laughs> yeah we should, we should have given a warning before that story too <laughs> we, just, we just put a warning in the podcast sorry yeah sorry everyone <laughs> needles and blood are mentioned <laughs> uh-huh. um but no yeah no those cords are like they're so annoying just anytime like even like doing like school work or writing you like you move your arms just whap 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 <laughs> And I, so I remember I tried to find stuff that like wouldn't require actual movement of the arm. Uh, one thing that's absolutely great for not moving your arms is video games. <laughs> when you said that, I just imagined you bringing like your entire gaming setup to the hospital every week. <laughs> I almost did a few times. No, I, I used to bring like individual video games in just like the discs. Um, and I, I, I didn't bring, like, I didn't bring my DS or, like, Nint- Nintendo Switch. Actually, Nintendo Switch wasn't even around back then. Um, but, no, like, the, uh, my hospital had, like, this teen lounge that had an Xbox 360 and a PS3 in there for kids to go and play. Um, and so every Friday, because that was, it was only open Fridays. Um, but every Friday, yeah, it was weird. I don't know probably why. Probably to keep the parents thinking, like, they're maintaining the idea of them doing school. <laughs> I guess, but it's like it's for the teens, for the kids. Like, um, but like no, every every Friday I would go into that lounge and just sit there for hours, just playing games. Um, and sometimes other kids would be there too. So we'd like we'd play a racing game or we'd play like FIFA or something. 
Um, but other times I just be in there alone. And so I just play NCAA football for hours and hours on end. And I started like a, my player uh, mode and like, I would just progress that character. And then the next week I'd come back and keep playing with them. Um, but there are also times when my A and C was too low to like go outside my room. And it was especially too low to interact with other people or like be in a common area. Uh, but my hospital had this like super cool thing. They had these mobile gaming stations. Wait, 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 wait. Where does your ANC? At acute neutrophil count. Okay, thank you. Because I was or like accurate oh. neutrophil count. Sorry. Yeah. Let me. Look I'm not sure on. if like, everyone would <laughs> know what that is. It is. Yeah. It's like the the amount of blood cells you have. Um, it's the amount of absolute neutrophil count that's what it is yes okay um and so that's just like how much blood white blood cells pretty much you have um, gotcha. so like you want a high anc to help fend off infections um and disease and so when you have a low anc which a lot of people do because of treatment um because like the treatment just kills all the cells in your body like bad cells and good cells so you have a low anc usually which means you can't fight off new infections um so that's why you're not supposed to like, well, I, well, I wasn't supposed to go outside my room sometimes right. and like, especially not talk to other people in case they had some other sickness or even like a cough. And then I would get that and be hard to find off. Um, right. And then it's like a harder time and like people with like compromised immune systems. That's why we are kind of quarantined more. So we're kind of used to the kind of pandemic <laughs> era, mm-hmm. but now it's kind of getting annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we're um, kind of used to it. Kind of used to okay. it. Yeah. Still annoying. So, I mean, it was annoying before the pandemic too, quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> but. So because of that, you were telling me about the video games. Yeah. So because of that, I couldn't leave. But my hospital, they had these like mobile gaming stations, which are like super cool. And I think more hospitals are doing it now. Um, but they would bring an Xbox 360 into my room and hook it up to the TV for me. Um, and apparently like I was the only kid on the floor who wanted to play video games because they would just leave it in my room for weeks at a time. <laughs> like they would never, like, I don't think there was a single instance where they came like, Oh, Hey, like another kid wants to play this. Can we have it back? Like, it was always just like, here you go. Like it's yours. <laughs> like <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was awesome. Cause I got, I got so far in my NCAA, like my player, <laughs> like, <laughs> um also huge news um completely unrelated but ea sports announced like a month ago now that ncaa football is coming back um the last one they made was 2014 and now they're making new ones again which is amazing like huge news for sports fans um not sure how many people listening to this care about that but i think it's awesome <laughs> but no I, I played that and i played um i played a ton of mlb 2k 13 also which was at that time like a year or two old and it's the last 2k baseball game to come out um really i didn't know that yeah because they make there's a different brand that makes the games now called the show but 2k baseball ended in 13 um but i would play that at home and in the hospital um and then i in the hospital i played through the entire call of duty (laughs) campaign while i was there um that year it was advanced warfare um which in my opinion is one of the most underrated ones. And that was like the first one I got really, really good at and actually started having a positive KD. Um, that's a kill death ratio. Okay. I was about um, to be like, what is KD? Yeah, no, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of this sounds like a lot of nonsense to most of the listeners out there. Uh, but maybe there's one or two that actually understand what I'm saying, which, which would be great. But yeah, no, I, I would 
play those games for hours and hours on end. Um, and it was it was so much fun. That's crazy. But I think it's really cool that they would just bring the Xbox into your room. And it's mm-hmm. kind of surprising that you'd be like the only one who wanted to play. Yeah, I was a little surprised by that too. Um, I feel like it's like, like not to generalize or anything, but I feel like that's kind of a more common like teen boy thing to want to do. Yeah. But I, mean, I do kind of like understand um, like the low energy thing or just like not enjoying something as much as you once did before. Yeah. No, I enjoy it just as much. I enjoy it. But, but I meant like, you know, when you're sick and you have like low energy. Oh, I, yeah. Like, I think when I had low energy, I would, because that helped me, that helped me gain a bit of energy. If I feel like, <laughs> like, honestly, like playing, playing the video game, like playing football, I was like, you're getting hype. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what if that was me out there running? Whew, this is a workout. <laughs> <laughs> Got my cardio in for the day. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, I can't think, I actually, the thing that would probably give me a big boost of energy or something would be like music. And I think I have a few songs that I kind of associate with one, the drive to the hospital and then like being in the hospital. Like those, you know, just like the memories of the songs. (laughs) There's like, because all, all music is like that or not almost all music like a really good song when you hear it it like takes you back to a certain place at a certain right. time especially like when it was played a lot in that era era mm-hmm. <laughs> era <laughs> just the era um like okay wait i'm pretty sure it was 2015 and counting stars by one republic was like the only song they played on the radio uh-huh. i i literally cannot think of like i like today today i could go to the hospital and so and that that will song that song will come to my mind like i'll just think of it and um i just picture the road and then pulling into the parking lot (laughs) wow yeah um and then there's the entire american authors album oh what a life and that I used to have on repeat with a coloring book and I had these little gel pens that I'd carry in this little bag. So I'd like color while that album was playing. And then once it finished, I would repeat. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, counting the stars, I had that same exact experience as you. Like it was always, always on the radio, on the drives to the hospital. Yes, why? <laughs> I mean, it still is on the radio like all the time too, which like it's, it's a good song. Um, yeah. still but like the the mid 2010s radio music will always have a special place in my heart because of those drives to and from the hospital I'm like oh yeah just I, I don't know just something about that song it's like it's such a I don't know I'm like now that's a hospital song to me <laughs> no it very much like it very very much is because it was always on the radio like. Mm-hmm. like if it wasn't on the radio that day it was a problem Mm-hmm. something was going know. wrong yeah yeah some, something wasn't right in the world <laughs> mm-hmm. um but yeah I would sometimes um at the time I didn't have a phone but like throughout the pro- progression of like my hospital visits I ended up getting a phone mm-hmm. and I would just start okay this sounds a little like I can't imagine doing this today but back then um making a playlist was like the worst idea to me. I mean, I still don't like making playlists, but I used to just find artists that I liked and would just shuffle their Pandora radio. And 
Hmm. I don't know why, but the idea of that kind of is disturbing to me almost. <laughs> it seemed, I remember like in the 2010s, like it making playlists, like especially in middle school, I feel like that was people's passions to make playlists. <laughs> like people would make playlists for other people. Like, oh, does anyone want me to make a playlist for them? Like that was a hobby of people to do. Like <laughs> Definitely not mine. I think playlists stress, stress me out. I have two on my phone right now. And they're for like other people. Like I'm just like, oh, like these are good songs that I think you should listen to that I'll send you so I don't have to send you individual songs. Wow. (laughs) But like I did start like using my phone to download more music. Mm -hmm. And then um, along with music would be uh, like movies or shows or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like I think that would be kind of my next suggestion is bring some good music, but also bring a phone or an iPad or like a device that you can stream movies on because that's smart yeah yeah the hospital that I was at most of the time had like this little screen that you could like pull down and it had like pre-selected movies and one time like the only thing on for like kids above the age of 10 like that it wasn't like special agent Oso, (laughs) (laughs) but it was um Iron Man and I remember I just put it on and for like four days straight, that's like, what was it just on? Because wow. it was like the only thing that wasn't like going to regress my brain cells. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and um, after that, I was like, okay, I'm just bringing my own device now. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. smart. Cause I, I had that same, I'm pretty sure that same like pull down string thing you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had definitely more options than just Iron Man, luckily. But I remember Iron Man was there, and they that was a big one. Um, they would always show, I think that, they would show Iron Man, and they would show Despicable Me in the lobby yes. waiting area. <laughs> or Big Hero 6. That was. Oh, they never had Big Hero 6 for us. Oh, okay. Well, also, little little side quest story. <laughs> um, for one of my projects that I did for Girl Scouts, I created a movie library. So I had gone to like all these places where I live and asked if they'd be willing to donate uh, movies to the hospital. Oh, that's and nice. um, I created, because I was like, I'm kidding, I'm getting sick of watching the same thing over and over mm-hmm. again. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, then I kind of just did a variety of things, which is ironic because now I literally watch the same things over <laughs> and over again. It, <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, but I think my go-to like TV series when I was sick and during that era was The Flash. Oh and yeah, The Flash I, was huge back then. Yes, I used to, okay, and it's so funny because I used to be super like anti-superhero movie or TV shows for no other reason other than just the fact that I was like, it doesn't interest me. I'm like, why would I want to watch that? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And um, I kept seeing this billboard for The Flash. I kept seeing it, and I was like okay, I'm going to watch the first episode and see if I like it. And like, fine, your ad worked. I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to (laughs) cave. And I watched it and I fell in love with it. And like, although I have not seen it since kind of season four, I kind of tapered Mm. off, got busy life, you know? Um, It got bad also. Like I stopped watching it for season two. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) let's, let's not hate. (laughs) Sorry. No, it's a great show for people watching it. Just, (laughs) I haven't seen it. I don't really remember that much of it because I think I just remember being like dazed while watching mm-hmm. it. But I just, I loved it. And 
um the lead was also in glee so i also started watching that and he can really hold his notes he does a great cover of smooth criminal and glee and i used to play that every single day in eighth grade and drove my entire class crazy it would be like it'd be 10 15 and break would start and you know exactly what i put on my little chromebook smooth criminal glee version with the cellos you would Amazing. play like out loud in your class oh yeah what was during break i wasn't that obnoxious that I mean, still, that's like everyone was like kind of at recess, and I would just be eating a bag of goldfish, <laughs> watching the music video. All those views, all those views on there, over a million, whatever. It's like probably at thirty million or something. Yeah, half of them are you. Half of me. <laughs> that's eighth grade. Fifteen million plays on it. Yes. That's actually like you're the first person I've ever heard like say that an ad like a billboard actually worked. <laughs> like. like... <laughs> I just kept seeing it and I was like, hey, you're annoying me now. I'm going to watch it. And then maybe it'll, it'll finally go away. Yeah, that's that, that's their whole that's their whole like goal is to have people see it enough to convince them to watch it. And like, I've never heard that actually work on someone. To you. Here we are. Advertising companies love me. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that um, you saying watching Iron Man like four days in a row and also um, playing that album just on repeat, like. I I had that same exact thing. I've been wanting to talk about this actually since we started this podcast. Um, so I'm I'm like I'm so glad we're doing this episode now, and that I get to finally talk about it. Um, so You're I'm like, sure... I've been waiting. I've been trying to push this episode. <laughs> no, I've been I've been waiting for the right moment to bring this up. It's like it's like a really like it was a huge thing in my life and my treatment. Um, just like because I'm sure everyone or most people have had those obsessions with like a certain song or a certain like video. Um, where that's all you listen to, that's all you watch, and you just play it over and over. Like it gets to the end, you hit repeat, it goes back to the start, and just keep going. Um, and so for me, that thing while I was in the hospital, um, that thing for me was a Call of Duty throwing knife montage <laughs> by a YouTuber named Hova. I think his name used to be Jehovah's Witness or I'm Jehovah, um, but now it's just Hova on YouTube. <laughs> Um, but the video is called I'm Jehovah throwing knife montage dash sharp sharp um, yeah I don't I think it's either the editor or it's describing the knives maybe who knows um, but it was posted it was posted all the way back in 2012 which is almost a decade ago now like yeah whoa crazy um, but it has a song it has a song in the background called eyes for you um and that song just thumps like it is like is such a good song um and the kill cams in the video are insane and hova hova is a genuinely like great person too um like i i used to watch him and he's in this like group they call themselves the crew like him and kyr speedy and sidearms oh, side um but the crew and like hova just all of them are like great guys um i i like i just personally want to thank jehovah like for all that he did for me um, while I was in the hospital, even though he has no idea who I am, he hasn't <laughs> did anything for me. Um, but just like this video, like helped me through so many hard times. Um, I remember so clearly like being in the hospital, laying in the bed with my IV and just holding the phone in front of my face and watching that video, like the throwing knife video and just jamming out and just like smiling and not thinking about any of the drugs or treatment I was receiving. Um, it was such an amazing escape for me. Um, and after it would finish, I would just hit replay and watch all one minute and 53 seconds of it over again. 
Um, and I would do that like four or five or six times. And I was just like, cause it, it, it just got me so happy and got me so hype that song and that video. And like, yeah, I, I, I truly believe like that video and the song, like helped me get through my treatment. Um, just because of how good and happy it made me feel even in the darkest times. Um, so Hova, um, if you ever hear this, um, or see this, thank you so much, um, for that video and all your, all you've done for me. So cute. <laughs> it it really it made like it like made a huge difference for me like finding something I could go back to and like just always have and know that made me feel good. Um and I still listen to that song when it comes on like I get chills when I hear that song play. Um I I know every lyric by heart. Like I I was singing in the shower last week like, without <laughs> any cuz I don't bring my phone or music into the bathroom with me when I take a shower. Yeah. And so I'm just singing the song like note for note word for word there's a guitar solo too and i was like strumming and like singing the guitar part too and like it's it's a great song but yeah no it 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 definitely helped me a ton oh oh my goodness i know that video actually sounds really interesting so i know like when we're done recording you're gonna be showing it to me <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely gonna show it to you yeah it's um there's actually one tv show that i can think of that like kind of gave me the similar feeling that you're talking about and that would be gilmore girls i would come home after um a treatment or something and i would just sit and watch gilmore girls and to this to this day i still watch gilmore girls i have finished it like 15 times all the way through and that's not an exaggeration wow. like you know like it's not a hyperbole i have actually sat down and watched it and then they rebooted it with the year in a life and I was so happy so I rewatched the entire thing before I watched all four yeah wow that's <laughs> I dedication I can't even get through like one show once like that's <laughs> wow I, I don't know it just makes me so happy and like I even went and visited the Warner Brothers studio where they filmed it and just it just brings me so much joy inside my heart to like have Gilmore Girls. But that was a TV show. The video, I think that gives me some serotonin every time I watch it is this Cody Co video, which I have sent to you. I think it was probably one of the first videos I sent to you probably, when we like yeah. met. And he, Cody Co is probably someone who consistently creates great content that I don't get bored of. Um, yeah. So I like that we're like we're shouting out other YouTubers. <laughs> like go go watch these people, but please come back to us too. Like we we would still love your views. <laughs> Our two subscribers. Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> um. Thank you, mom, for subscribing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please stay with us, though. Like. <laughs> yeah, but along with um, streaming content and YouTube videos, I would also suggest a book. Like, yes, entertainment is great, but sometimes that screen can just really do a number on your eyes. And so I would bring like three books, but then there would be like times I was just so, so drained of energy to hold a book or something. They, I, I don't know, they just weren't used sometimes. They would just sit in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's nice that's there. Like, you have the option to read. Right. Like, you're like, oh, like, I made the effort to be an intellectual like that counts for something <laughs> I mean I love reading 
but there are just times where I was just like, I am not in the mood to like prop my arm up on a pillow so then I can hold it. So the IV is still there and I can read. Mm-hmm. It was process. And mm-hmm. I just like, I remember I had like gotten sick while being sick was becoming like romanticized a lot. And it was just really interesting to have all of these like cancer and being in the hospital books come out. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was like a trend to write something similar to the fault in our stars. And I remember thinking like, I don't want to read about being sick while I'm sick. Like I'm experiencing these things and it's not pretty and I'm living it. And it just almost felt like some of those books became like OMG goals for some people. And it was just like being sick and going through it isn't romantic. It's hard stuff. Mm-hmm. And so like, I just, I don't know. I really kind of, str- I do have the Fault in Our Stars and like a few books that do kind of like have that hospital theme in it. Mm-hmm. But um, a book I really fell in love with was um, Morgan Matson. All of her books, I just love. They're so pretty and a totally different genre than like, oh, you're sick and I'm in love with you, but you're dying. <laughs> and, um, I remember just being so intrigued with her work. And the coolest thing that she does is in some of her books, she references like other places that she brought up in another book before that. Oh, so it's like, if cool. you had read that book, you know, like, oh, wait, like, I remember that. And mm-hmm. I just, I just loved that feeling of being like, oh my God, like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, She's definitely my favorite author on my bookshelf. And I would bring those to feel really good. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, it's almost like a little Easter egg for you to like read about a different book that she's referenced. Like, I know that. I know that. (laughs) I don't know. It just makes me so excited. And I guess, I guess um, the, the sick thing of like people making like books, it's like kind of like people making pandemic content during the pandemic. Like, I don't think a lot of people want to watch things about the pandemic while being in the pandemic. <laughs> That's actually a really good point. Like, I haven't seen any, I haven't seen much or any pandemic content. Like, I haven't seen any TV shows or like. There was like a movie that was literally like, they called it COVID something. And people were like, this is really like tone deaf. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's kind of like, um we talked about in the is cancer still cool episode where it's like almost like that where it's like people see you getting like a wish granted and they're like that's so cool like you're so like you're missing a test like that's so cool you're so lucky like no it's not really like that like that's not like like no I feel terrible thank you though (laughs) yeah (laughs) but no like being that that author and like how she creates like those worlds that just like I've, I've felt that too in a few books I've read where like they make a world where you just get sucked into it and it just feels like like it's, it's real. You just get absorbed into this like alternate reality. Um, and then you finish, I, you, like, you finish it and you're like, whoa, like that didn't actually like, this is like real life now. Like that wasn't real, yeah. but it just feels like it's so, it's like, it's such a cool feeling. And like when you finish reading, when you put the book down, like some podcasts now to do that for me or it's like when you like turn it off it's like the rest of the day your mind is just thinking about that and you want to go back to that it's such a great feeling that they bring Mm -hmm. that 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 feeling of like not 
not reading it or like not being in the podcast but like wanting to go back to it is actually one of the best feelings like yes that desire to like go back to this like other world that's been created for you is like yeah. it it's such a good feeling and then you go back and it's so rewarding like oh I'm back like, like oh this feeling I finally have it again <laughs> mm-hmm. my mom um was reminding me just today actually that to keep herself busy um in the hospital she would always bring her kindle to read because I would, I would be watching, I'll be watching my video, you know, as I said, like five or six times, or I would just, um, I'll be playing games. And so she would read. Um, but sometimes I'd want to know like what she was reading about, but I, I, I've said before, I'm not a huge fan of reading. <laughs> um, so she would just give me like short summaries of her books or of the chapters. I always loved like hearing these like synopses she would give. Um, and actually fun fact, um, I've never read any of the Harry Potter books before. <laughs> um, and I've watched two of the movies i've watched number two and i've watched number seven part two (laughs) um but i know pretty much the entirety of the plot of harry potter because when i was little and this is like really little like five or six my mom um who's always been obsessed with harry potter books she would tell me summaries of the books um pretty much like chapter by chapter as my bedtime stories um and so growing up i i knew all of harry potter before anyone else my age did just because of these bedtime stories and now people like are obsessed with it and people have been obsessed like the last like I guess like probably since like 13 or 14 when they actually started reading the books and I'll be like, oh like I knew that way long ago like oh what's your favorite book I'm like oh haven't read any <laughs> <laughs> that's funny actually you mentioned something about your mom um coming to the hospital and I actually just want to give a quick shout out to all of the parents who are there in the hospital with their kids because I can honestly say having my mom there and having that support just like made a world of difference for me because and I always always wanted to include her in what I was doing so um I'm kind of like with you where like she my mom would bring something to do as well um but just like as a parent going and supporting your kid that's great and I do like that your mom would um kind of give you a summary so like you guys were like had an activity to do together almost yeah she also she brought up too because she would always bring like playing cards like a deck of cards Mm -hmm. and also like different card games like uno or there was some other like game where you slap the deck I think (laughs) um and she would always bring these and she would always have like two or three decks like in her bag and I don't think we played them once (laughs) (laughs) yeah I was gonna say I'm pretty sure my mom at least my brother too would bring playing cards and I don't think that they got utilized very much (laughs) but it's nice it's it was like super nice of her and like um thoughtful of her to bring that as an option in case like because also the the, one of the worst things in the hospital is like when you're on drugs you're already kind of cranky from the steroids and Mm -hmm. it's like you want to do something but it's not an option yeah like that's one because you just get so like I, I don't know I know I used to get like pretty angry when like I would want to do something it wasn't an option so I feel like if like she would bring those cards over and over we'd never use them but if there was one time where I was like can we play cards and she had them like that would be great like that would be like an amazing she'd be like yes like they came through <laughs> we did it we accomplished it <laughs> uh, but no I that that's that's very nice what you said um I definitely agree with that thank you to all parents out there um and siblings too um and just like loved ones who come and visit and come and stay um who sleep on those tiny chairs and couches next to the bed um (laughs) your your work does not does not go unappreciated like we we are very appreciative of all you do um it makes a difference 
huge difference. I know that's one of my favorite things when I have, when I have friends and family there. Um, this whole podcast has been about some of our favorite things we've brought to the hospital. Um, and so I think it's fitting that the songs we recommend are also some of our favorite songs we would listen to in the hospital. Um, and so my first song, I mentioned it before, um, it's Eyes for You by The Always. Um, mm-hmm. And this is the song that's in Jehovah's video. Um, and it, it still, it, I said I was singing in the shower like last week, like it still makes me just so immensely happy to listen to. Um, even after all the millions of times I've played it, like it's just such a great, like fast paced rock song with like awesome guitar, just like awesome drumming in it. And there's a guitar. So like I said, it just, it's, it's upbeat and it's fast and it's, it's exciting. And it, it, uh, it's, it's such a good song. It always gets me going. Um, another song I remember listening to a lot back then was take a walk by passion pit. Um, and I remember very clearly with this song, I listened to it so much because it's in the soundtrack for MLB 2K13, <laughs> um, which, as I mentioned, I would play that game close to nonstop, um, especially when I would come home from the hospital. Um, I had one of those like um, yoga balls and I would just sit on that in front of my TV and play that game. I would wake up at like nine in the morning and play it till like five at night. Um, and then eat dinner and then play some more and then <laughs> it's the routine <laughs> it's routine I would play that so much um I was playing it a few weeks ago too like eight years after it came out which is crazy but like um that song from that I'll hear that song all the time and I save it to my library after playing that game so much um just because it's a good song too um in my last song you actually brought this up earlier with the glee rendition of it <laughs> Um, this is not the clear rendition of it. This is Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. Because um, before the podcast, I went and found an older playlist, like the oldest playlist I had on my phone. And this was on it. And I completely forgot how much I used to play it. Um, but this was another song I would play over and over on repeat. I, there was a week, at least a week, where I was obsessed with this song. And um, just like the video, it would end and I would play it over and over um, and it's definitely a top two Michael Jackson song for me right next to Billie Jean. Oh. I mean, Smooth Criminal is an amazing song. And so is the Glee version with the <laughs> cellos. I would, I would recommend it, but you just did. So, I mean, you kind of did the original, but. Oh, sorry. Well, go listen to both. Go listen to all versions if you want oh, to. Oh, great. I don't know, just the song, the lyrics too. I just like the, Eddie, are you okay? Mm-hmm. I hope we don't get copyrighted for that. <laughs> like that. My name is Annie. Yeah. Um, okay, my three songs. Slow Dance by Saint Motel. I just love the way the lyrics sound and their voices. It's just so unique. It's really nice. Um, Fury by Jeremy and the Harlequins. It sounds so old, but also new. And it's just a really unique mix between like, kind of like old style music versus like kind of the new pop but also just maintaining the integrity of like music i just i just love it that's really um, sorry can i say something about that yeah because that's really cool when like musicians and bands are able to do that mm-hmm. um like have something that has like an older sound like older like cadence and like instruments even um but in like bring in some of that new like pop and like hip-hop to it um it's, it's like because I think last week no a few 
in one of the episodes I mentioned mm-hmm. Sego does that too with jazz and hip hop and like rap. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it's, like it's really back. Cool. Yeah. It's really so cool. Like and stuff like that. Happens. <laughs> it's vintage music. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not old. It's vintage. It's... <laughs> and then I guess my last one is who's to say by the moon taxi. This is something that I would just put on and dance around my room too. It is such a dance it out song. Yeah, it has such a cool drum cadence and beat. Um, I talk about that all the time, it seems like. Um, but honestly, it's like one of my favorite things in music and always gets me so excited when there's a good beat that just goes and like, it. it yeah, that has a really good beat to it. Yeah. Um, well, that that's it for this week. Um, I hope you have a new packing list. Hope you've found some things that you might want to bring next time or hospital visit. Maybe you already bring all these things and you have some <laughs> recommendations for us or whatever. If you have stuff you bring that you think is worth sharing, let us know. Um, tweet at us. We have a Twitter. Um, comment <laughs> on Instagram. At the Wish <laughs> yeah, at the Wish Kids. Comment on Instagram. Comment on YouTube. Let us know what you bring. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next time. The Wish Kids wish you well. Thank you to our moms for moderating and our dads for approving moms and occasional thumbs up. We would also like to thank all of our wonderful nurses and doctors that we have had along the way and remind you that they are healthcare professionals, not us. Please keep in mind any medical information or stories shared and discussed in this podcast are based on personal experiences and are not meant to serve as medical advice. Please talk with your doctor about any medical concerns, questions, and guidance as they are trained medical professionals. Any brands, corporations, trademarks, or characters in the show, even those based on real people, are purely fictional. The Wish Kids wish you well.